What up, everybody? So I've been watching a lot of Netflix. I watched the documentaries of Untold, which is like different documentaries. And then I watched the new show Sandman. It's great. If you watch Lucifer, it's basically a loose portrayal of the Sandman, so you should check it out. Um, But yeah, man, UFC returns this weekend with UFC Paris. And then next weekend, Chimaya versus Diaz. You know, I'll be dropping some content on that. But remember, guys, follow me on social media, Punch in the Mouth Official, official underscore P-I-T-M. I'm Adrian. Peace. Have a great day, guys. Later. everybody i hope everybody's doing well um this is gonna be a short one if i sound a little sick it's because i am so we're not gonna do this for very long today so let's get right into it we're gonna do the recap of one championship demetrius johnson defeats adriano Moraes, not moises adrian get it right um and we're gonna look at ufc paris this weekend tai Vasa versus cyril gan and we're going to look at Bellator's um, end of the year fight scheduling that they've announced earlier in the week. Let's get to it. First and foremost, congratulations, Demetrius Johnson, on becoming the new one championship flyweight champion. Although it's really bantamweight, but because they fight at 135. So Demetrius Johnson beats Adriano Moraes. Nangun beats Liam Harrison. Pan. Haki defeats Savas Michaels. Marcus Almeida Bouchesha wins. That was a crazy fight. I seen that guy grapple live against Gordon, and the only reason Gordon beat him, they were so neck and neck that the only reason Gordon beat him is that they gave Bouchesha a negative point. I don't remember why. I'm really impressed by this Zabatian Kadistam. Zabatian Kadistam. He beats Liri Lapagus. If you guys don't remember who Larry Lapagus is, he's the guy that said Eddie Alvarez hit him in the back of the head when you clearly see it was the side of the head. But keep an eye on this Kajistam guy. He's really good. So where does Demetrius Johnson come from here? Dude, I don't know. Like, he's probably going to fight Adriano again. And I thought Raw Tag was supposed to be a part of this, but I guess not. Oh, yeah, he was. Look, the event was supposed to feature a semi-final bout of one flyweight champion. The event was to feature a semifinal of the One Flyway Muay Thai World Grand Prix between current One Flyway Muay Thai champion Raw Tag and Sebastian Michaels with the winner advancing to the World Grand Prix Finals. However, Raw Tag was forced to withdraw due to fail to provide a sample for the organization, a mandatory hydration test, and was not permitted to weigh in and was replaced by Pakia. I hope I said that right. Who scheduled against? Who was scheduled for the preliminary fight? So Raw Tag was supposed to fight. I thought I made that up in my head. I did not. So we shall see what happens. And Sabas Michaels lost. Damn, that makes me sad. I really like Raw Tag too, man. I really do. Let's move on. 
Wait, wait, wait. So going back to Demetrius Johnson, dude, I don't know. Like, what is there left for him to do? I'm telling you, I would like to see him go back to the UFC, but that's just me or Bellator, but they don't really have a good... Well, that's not true because they have Rafian Stantz and stuff like that, but I don't know, man. If you're already fighting on 135, why couldn't you do that in the UFC, you know? It's because I don't know where the ceiling is in one because, for one, they're trying to break into the U.S. market. And PFL's 135. Do they have a 135? I... I can never remember because I know they have a featherweight. Yeah, look, it doesn't even look like they have feather. I mean, bantamweight. The, the lightest weight class PFL has is featherweight. So there's that. So his two options would be Bellator and UFC. So I don't know. And I read something the other day on Instagram saying that he doesn't see himself as like a flyweight anymore, more like a bantamweight. I'm going to go check if I can find the post. Yeah, man, I don't know. I would like to see him back, but that's up to him, man. That was a crazy knockout, though, right? Like, I'm not the only one that thought it was nuts. And it was almost identical to how Moraes got him. The only thing is that Demetrius was on the floor and he needed him. And when Demetrius hit him with the punch, he was, like, falling and he just flew into his knee. But you see, like, they're putting right here. This is MMA fighting, they're putting right here. Demetrius Johnson reclaims number one spot in flyweight rankings. And then somebody put... Wait, so he was number one as interim champ over Adriano, or am I missing something? Because if so, that's BS. And then another guy puts pretty sure he's actually a 135er now, but okay. Which is true, like, he's basically fighting at Bantamweight, which is what Dana wanted him to do, but... And then somebody put... I don't know if it was... Oh, look, it's right here. Listen to what this says. I don't think I can make 125. I know I could, but do I want to do it? Absolutely not. I don't think it would be healthy for me. I don't want to jeopardize my kidneys or my liver, so I don't put myself through that category with flyweight guys like Alejandro Pantoja, Davidson Figueredo, Brandon Moreno, all those guys. I put myself in the category with bantamweights like Aljamain Sterling, Peter Yan, Sean O'Malley, and Dominic Cruz. To go back to you, bro. Like, I understand. And, like, I'm going to tell you something. Leading up to the fight, he was talking a lot of smack. I'm like, what was this Demetrius when he was running through the flyweights, huh? If he was talking like that, because as part of the promo, if you guys haven't seen it, I, w I would suggest to go watch it. Adriano put his knockout of Demetrius on his wall. Like, he had a painting done of it, and he put it on his wall. And Demetrius goes, I'll tell you what, I've knocked out a lot of champions. They're not going to make it on my fucking wall or something like that. I'm like, dude, what was that? That's all they wanted you to do for the UFC. And I'm telling you, I believe there's something he can do different in the UFC. And if he goes in and he beats these guys, I will consider him the best fighter in the world. Because Bantamweight is hot right now. And he said, my only concern with TJ was that he wasn't going to make 125. And I asked Dana if we could fight for his belt. And they told me no. That was one of the concerns, right? But also, maybe he just likes the um, cutback schedule because I don't think they put on that many events. I mean, because UFC puts on a lot of events, bro. And they probably sometimes pressure these guys and they say no, and then the UFC does what the UFC does. See, look, they, they say Aldo versus Mighty Mouse would have been cool to see. I mean, if we're talking about 135ers, Sean O'Malley would give Demetrius a lot of problems because of his size. Peter Yan. I believe Peter Young's the hardest fight in 135 because if we look at TJ, he does a lot of movements, what Dominic does, and then 
Aljo, if you could stay away from his wrestling and keep it on the feet, I think you would be all right. But the two hardest fights for DJ in the UFC Bantamweight division right now, I believe would be Sean O'Malley and Peter Young. So I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if... See, but then there's another comment. I hope he retires at one and never even thinks about going back to the UFC. They dropped the ball and never had respect for him. I don't know about all that, but... They did. I believe that he wasn't treated fairly, but that they had respect for him. Yeah, but like I'm telling you, he didn't act the way he acts now, like with this charisma. And like, unfortunately, in the U.S., that you need that, and in Asia, you don't. But in the U.S., you need that because Ben Askren even said that when I was in one, they told me to tone it down a little bit. But then some guy says the arenas were full of empty seats when he fought in the UFC, and at one maybe, but no one can match the U.S. fan attention. He said, I think he meant span. The U.S. fan attention span because he put Son. I'm like, what the hell is that? Love to see him in the UFC 135. Might get the recognition he deserves as the greatest of all time. As an all-time great. See, and then they say the UFC lost that trade so badly. I don't think so, man. That's not only because I love Ben Askren, but you have to see. Look, because this guy says, nah, they still won in the end. Got the flyway moving and turned George into a star. Well, yeah, see? He, I don't know. That guy just seems like a hater. I don't think the UFC lost the trade. I was reading the comments. I don't think the UFC lost the trade. Um, But anyway, let's move on to UFC Paris. Shiro Gam versus Tai Tuivasa. Robert Whitaker versus Marvin Vittoria. Alessio Di Chirico versus Roman Kapilov. John Madesi versus Nasa Hapersack. William Gomez versus Janu Eris and Charlie Jordan versus Nathan Wood, Nathaniel Wood. Charles, Charles Jordan, sorry. Fuck, I'm gonna get. Never mind. He said he wasn't gonna say anything anymore. Let's see how true that is. I don't believe him. <clears throat> Zero Gun versus Ty. Oh, and no. Nasodim Imonov will fight. Joaquin Buckley, that's a cool fight right there. Okay, Ciro Gam versus Taito Ivasa. I believe in order for Ciro to win this fight, he has to keep it at distance and fight him like that. If Ty can make it dirty and sneak in a shot, I believe Ty wins. Ty's got a good shot at winning this fight. If Taito Ivasa wins this fight, he should fight Curtis Blades next, and then the winner of that fight will either get Stipe. It's because right now heavyweight is crazy. Because... You have Francis that's hurt. You have Curtis waiting in the wing. Like, that's their immediate future would be Curtis Blades. And then you have John Jones waiting. So this is what I've heard. The plan is Francis versus Jones. That's like the biggest fight the heavyweight division has in its chamber right now. If they can't get Francis to come out and fight because of his injury, they're doing Francis and Stipe for the interim belt. So that leaves Curtis Blades with no opponent. So, I believe his opponent will come out of the winner of Taitui Vasa versus Ciro Gan. They'll fight at some point next year, maybe on a fight night. And then the winner of that will become top three. If if the winner of... Okay, so we have to see what happens. But let's say, quote-unquote, they're going to stick... They're going to wait for Francis to be healthy for him to fight John Jones. So, in the interim, they're going to have the winner of this fight fight Curtis. And the winner of that fight will probably end up fighting... So in order for the winner of this fight to get a title shot, they might have to fight two more times. I mean, it sucks, but like, what can you do, bro, you know? But so, I believe Taito Ibasa has to make it dirty. And so you guys know, so you guys know, 
this fight card, the main card for specific standard time is going to be at 12, 12 p.m. With the main event cage walk sets for 2.30. So around maybe 2.45, 3 o'clock, the main event starts. So you guys know. Just so you guys know. Robert Whitaker versus Marvin Vittori. It's a good fight. It's a good fight. Like, for me, like, so you know how I said, now Robert needs to keep it at distance. He has good takedown defense. And then I don't know if Marvin's going to bring in that smothering style like he did against Paulo Costa. If he does, it's going to be a crazy fight. But it's only three rounds, so we'll see what happens. And then Paulo's going to be in, in the stands trying to fight the winner. But at this point, I don't know. Let's look at the ranking. There's one thing I forgot to pull up. So Robert's number one. Jared was supposed to fight um, Sean Strickland, but supposedly Sean Strickland, not supposedly, he's out. So I don't know if they're going to try to convince Paulo, like they could say, because look, you have Strickland. Okay, so you have Jack Hermanson, Darren Till, Andre Muniz. That's eight, nine, and ten. And number at number seven, you have Sean Strickland. He's out for right now. He's out. Paulo Costa's number six. Alex Pereira's fighting um, Israel on November twelfth. Derek Brunson. I don't think they're gonna have him fight Jared because Jared already beat him. Mar- Marvin's fighting Robert. So here's what I think is gonna happen. I think they're either going to wait for Sean Strickland. They're going to take Jared Cannon off the card. I don't know, but it's until October, so they have time. They could try to convince Paulo to take the fight, or I was already they're trying to do Darren Till versus Jared Cannon or so. Because I know Darren Till's in camp, so I don't know. Middleweight's interesting right now because Paulo wants to fight the winner of Robert and Marvin, which I thought was a good idea. But then I was told, well, Marvin already just beat him, so. And I told him, yeah, but come on, bro. That was that was horrible. But it was Paulo's fault at the end of the day. So Alex Pereira versus Israel is scheduled for November. This fight is scheduled for next week. So I don't know. If I was Paulo Costa, I would hold off on the ice cream eating contest with Patty Pimblet. Tell the UFC, give me Jared and give me a new fat contract. And then have me ringside November 12th because I'm coming for that belt. Because Paulo was there at the Contender Series last night. So he has to know that Jared Cannonier doesn't have an opponent. So he has to be the first one they talk to. But he only has one fight left on his contract. So if, if I'm his manager, I'll be like, okay, I'll talk to him. We'll hold off on the ice cream eating competition. Give us Jared. We'll be ready. Because I believe he's going to be at the apex. And then if he were to beat Jared... And Robert wins. I believe he catapults over Robert because Robert already had it. The only way Robert gets another title shot is if Adesanya loses. Like, it's crazy, man. The sport's crazy. Like, there's so many different ways you can go right now. But, yeah, man, middleweight's pretty pretty funny right now. So, we shall wait and see. And then the following week, we got Chimaya versus Diaz. Bro, I was looking at the ticket prices for this event. They are absolutely insane. Let's look at the card. Hamza Chibaya versus Nate Diaz. Tony Ferguson versus Liji Liang. Danny Rodriguez versus Kevin Holland. Irene Aldana versus Macy Chaseon. Watch, he's going to tell me I said that wrong too. Johnny Walker versus Ian Kutislava. Dude, this is a good card. I want to see this Irene Aldana fight. That's a crazy fight. Hakeem Daudu is going to fight Julian Erosa? That's a good fight. But the tickets on this fight card are insane. 
Dude, if Nate wins, oh yeah, and the other thing to tell you, because it was so short notice, Danny Rodriguez and Kevin Holland are going to fight at 180. But if Diaz wins this fight, you don't think the UFC are going to try to re-sign him? He's crazy, man, crazy. All right, we got the start time. What else is left? What else is left? I told you guys it's going to be a short one. I believe we only have one final piece of business, and then we're out of here. Bellator announced, oh yeah, yeah. Bellator MMA announces two stacked events to cap hard-hitting five-event fall schedule. Vadim Nankov rematches Corey Anderson for the light heavyweight title in the $1 million Grand Prix finale. Plus, Patriki Pitbull defends lightweight championship against undefeated Usman Nurmagomedov on Saturday, November 18th at Chicago's Trust Arena. Bantamweight Grand Prix semifinal set with the interim champion Rafian Stantz. Against San- Danny Sabatello and Patchy Mings versus Magomed Magomedov on Saturday, December 9th at the Mohegan Sun Arena. Okay, so now these are the five events that are going to close out Bellator's schedule. Anderson versus Quili, Pitbull versus Borix, Piccolati versus... I cannot read that because... Why can't I read that? It's like really pixelized. Berdinomi, I hope I said that right. Knowing me, I said it wrong. Nemkov versus Anderson 2, Stodds versus Sabatello. And then also on the Peter Quilly fight will be Romero versus Manhoff. On the Pitbull Borex fight, it will be McKee versus Carlisle and AJ McKee's debut lightweight fight. Uh, Fabian Edwards will, will take on some guy named Ward. Pitbull will take on Magomedov. They're not the main event. I believe they should be. Minx will take on Mega Madoff. But there's something I wanted to see here. Hold on. So, okay, this year Bellator had one, two, <laughs> three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. And the guy Piccolati is gonna first that's sixteen. The guy Piccolati is gonna fight is Barna Oe. I don't know who he is. I feel like I should. Seventeen, eighteen. Bellator had 18 fights this year. You want me to tell you how many the UFC had? I'll tell you. What was their first fight card this year? I don't remember. Holy shit. Hold on, hold on. It's going to take me a while. We're in March, okay? This, no, this was. Okay. The UFC had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. 17, 18. Look, by June 4th, they already had as many events as, Be- as Bellator had all year. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35. And they're having, okay, so they have a UFC, and there's gonna, so they, let's say between, they're probably gonna have 40 events this year. And I'm like, how do you guys not want the UFC to be number one if they're doing these type of events? And then I also heard that Bellator might be getting sold. Dude, if Bellator gets sold, you know you know the UFC is going to buy them and they're going to keep the fighters they want to keep and then everybody else go figure it out. So I don't know if Bellator will end up being sold. But if it does, the UFC is building a, what is it called? There's, there's a word for it. When, when, uh, a monopoly they say that's illegal but 
conglomerate corporation. Like Disney is a conglomerate organization because they have Disney, they have Hulu, they have ESPN. They have a lot of money, man. But there's that. That's all I wanted to tell you guys. So we got Rafion Stanz and Danny Sabatello. They almost got into a fight on Ariel show. That was crazy. But Ariel stood his ground. So out of these five fights, I'm looking forward to my boy Yoel Romero. I'm looking forward to Benson Henderson versus Peter Queeley. I guess he re-signed with Bellator. I'm looking forward to Pitbull and Borix and my boy AJ McKee versus Carlisle. I'm looking forward to the rematch by Dean Nankov versus Corey Anderson too. Rafian Stans versus Danny Sabatello. Those are all crazy fights. You guys should really watch. But that's all I got for you guys. So closing thoughts. Let's see here. One championship recap. Congratulations, Demetrius. Let's stop calling him a flyweight. He's a bantamweight at this point. UFC Paris. Cyril's got to keep it clean. Ty's got to make it dirty. Bellator announces the rest of the year cards. They're crazy fights, guys. Check them out. But that's all I got for you. Remember, follow me on Instagram, Punch in the Mouth Official. Twitter, official underscore P-I-T-M. I'm Adrian. I'm out here. Peace.